from St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community. This is Soulful Sundays, a weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, Director of St. Mark's. Welcome. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, O Christ. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by, watching Jesus on the cross. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding Jesus and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus... Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today is Christ the King Sunday. I don't know if you knew that or not. For those of you who may be visiting an Episcopal church for the first time or have been an Episcopalian since your confirmation and forgot, uh, this is what this day is. This is the last day of the Christian year. Um, Next week, next Sunday, is the first Sunday of Advent and, uh, parenthetically, the uh, celebration or the fifth anniversary of the five o'clock service as we know it. Thank you very much. But I am going to be in Israel, and so we won't celebrate that party until I get back on the 15th of December, but I digress. So come to church on the 15th. Um, so yeah, next, next Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent, the first Sunday of the Christian year. So the Christian calendar goes Advent 1 all the way through, cycles in. And how you know, just so you can tell, is that we change colors. We change things so you can kind of go, oh, what's this? Oh, it's blue, it's Advent. Oh, it's red, it's Pentecost Sunday. Oh, it's green, it's Pentecost season. Oh, it's white, it must be Easter or Christmas. That's a little inside uh, color language for you. But anyway, today is Christ the King Sunday, the Sunday that we set aside to remember whose we are. And what we make, and the claim that we make. You all are good Christian people. Uh, I know that because you all uh, came to church 
at 5 o'clock on a Sunday night. You could be anywhere else right now, uh, but you are here, and you have made a decision to be here. Decision is a great word. Uh, it comes to us through the Latin, de cesare, meaning to cut. So you cut something off in order to be here. You made a decision to be here. And you made a decision to accept your faith as a Christian. You have decided to follow Jesus, as a song says, Christ the King, Christ is the Lord. We all use all this sort of antiquated language to say a simple subject. I am not my own. I am Christ's. And there are implications to that statement you make. Uh, you do different things. You set yourself apart. You live a different way. You uh, try to behave in other ways. You are not, as they say, of the world. You are in the world. You are Christ, and he is your king. And so we celebrate that, celebrate that today. Um, back around uh, 2013 or so, before that anyway, I, I was encouraged to start journaling my dreams. And so I would get up every morning and make a cup of coffee and, and take a pen and a journal book and try and remember what I dreamed about. And some of those notes are quite, kind of funny, you know, dragon, fire, flying, crashed, that's all. Um, but, uh, but there are a couple of you who are psychoanalysts in the congregation right now going, oh, he was inflated, he thought he was better than the world, he's a snake and a flying snake, okay, we get him. Um, and I did that, and then I changed um, in 2013 to writing a prayer a day that uh, if I couldn't always remember my dreams, at least I could pray. And I've learned from somewhere that when you write, the part of your brain that listens lights up. Your hearing lights up. So when you write and journal, you literally can hear yourself. And so I would write a prayer a day and sort of, you know, and there were sometimes just as a small, like the dreams, you know, thank goodness I haven't made Allison that mad. Uh, today I hope you keep me safe. Uh, keep my son from flunking out. Um, thank you, amen. But each time I would end with a gratitude. You know, what are the things I'm particularly grateful for? Thank you. And I've been doing that you know, for a while. But I don't know if you know this or not, but um, everybody on the staff at St. Mark's Church, everybody I work with anyway, had a baby. And, uh, and then another member of our staff had the audacity to go and write a book. And so we've been a little shorthanded, and I've been kind of doing lots of things. We've been kind of joking. With, there's like three of us left. and like, okay, you do the youth group, you mow the yard, and you, I'll preach. Okay, it's no, your turn to preach, your turn to do the youth group, I'll mow the yard. We've been that kind of wacky, busy. And so I noticed something. There are these gaps in my prayer journal. And so this morning when I got up, it was really painful. Wednesday, so I, basically it went... Uh, I had, I, and I always write what I, what I, where I've been behind. So today was November 20, 21, 23, 2, 23, 24, 2019. I've gone for four days without sitting quietly and praying. Got that busy. And as I was sitting there writing sort of this apology prayer to the Lord in heaven, I'm sorry I'm so busy and a bad delegator that I cannot find time to pray I stopped, and I realized something very powerful, that my faith, the faith that we share as Christians, is tethered 
and with a very strong rope back to God. I could miss my prayers for two weeks, and I would not be cut away from, could not be taken away from God. And that was really a powerful moment for me this morning. Because I don't know if you're like you, if you're like me, I have this um, sort of serious negative self-talk. I don't know if you're like this in the car, but when I drive in a car, this is what it's like to be with me by myself in the car. <laughs> that was the worst sermon. I can't believe they let me talk in front of people. I am the worst dad. I can't believe I said that to my daughter. Oh my gosh, why did she marry me? I am awful. I used the wrong fork. I can't believe they let me in the building. I shouldn't be, what are you doing in front of me? I can't believe you drive like that. I am so upset. Or you're the person like me, maybe, over in the Starbucks, where you're like, no, that's not what I said. I said, no, you may not. That's not how we did it. That's not what we designed. That's, I'll have a tall coffee, uh, no milk, thank you. No, that's not what I said. Or you are the person, and I learned this the other day, Allison complimented H-E-B on their use of grammar. This was happens in our car when there are other people in it. She said, Patrick, have you noticed that H-E-B has correct grammar? And I'm like, no. It says 15 items or fewer, and that's correct. It's not 15 items or less. It's 15 items or fewer. Fewer is an amount. Less is a number. And I was like, or other way around. And that's the argument we had. That's the conversation we're having. Nerds in cars talking about H-E-B grammar. But you're in that line. And this is an old joke. We all tell it all the time. You, you, ma'am, have 17. 17, ma'am, and I have three. And I have to be somewhere because I am a priest. And people need this more than that. Obviously, she probably needed to feed her kids, and she's a single mom, and she's trying to get somewhere, and I'm just being a you-know-what. And yet, all of that talk, and we forget our goodness. You forget it. it, it it's fascinating. And I know you're good. I, I watch you all. I don't know if you know that this is why I'm out there on the porch trying to watch you come in. But I know you. I know most of you in here. And you're good. You're, you're good. You volunteer your time, which is a piece of your life. You give your money, which is how you get by in the world. You, you, you're kind. You're kind to people who are sometimes not easily easy to. It's not easy to be kind to. I've seen you volunteer at Lord of the Streets and Christian Community Service Center and kids meals and hospitality apartments. I've seen you clean up. I've seen you go to meetings. I've seen you do all of this. You're so good, and yet you get in your cars and you leave here and you think, why did God even waste DNA on me? So this Sunday, this Christ the King Sunday, this New Year's Eve, this end of one year, take stock of the last year 
and know at least one person recognized your goodness because it's true. And how I know it's true for all of us is the passage I read to you from Luke. That thief, that criminal hanging there next to Jesus. Remember me, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom. And the answer is, today you will be with me in paradise. You're good. And here at the end of the year and the beginning of a new one, praise God. Amen.
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.